Hello, Hawks fans, and welcome to another episode of the Kettlecast with your host, Forrest Willoughby. On today's episode of the cast, we talk about the Hawks' 99-107 loss to the Lakers. Despite big games from Trey Young and John Collins, the Hawks are unable to clinch the win in the fourth quarter against the Lakers with AD and LeBron having huge games. Without further ado, let's get into it. After a big win up in Washington, D.C., the Hawks came home and got to face the reigning champs, the L.A. Lakers. Uh, The first half was a little bit, again, of a slog. It wasn't the prettiest basketball, and no lead jumped out. No team was able to really build a big lead. In fact, the Lakers got up early in the game, but the Hawks fought their way back, and after one quarter, it was 25-28 to the Lakers were up, and after the first half, it was 46-50, to the Lakers up by four um, with neither team really having a huge lead. The Lakers really dominated the paint in the first half, getting um, 30 points in the paint compared to the Hawks only 18. But other than that, the Hawks really did a good job of hanging in there and staying in this game. Um, One thing I noticed kind of from the beginning was just, it did seem like the Lakers were just trying to get a lead, maintain the lead, and maybe get out of Atlanta with an easy win, not having to like go back and forth. And of course, the Hawks were missing DeAndre Hunter and Onyeka Okongwu in this one. And it would become clear that missing DeAndre Hunter was a big loss for the Hawks, but I thought Cam Reddish did a good job, at least on the defensive end, of really filling in and drawing the primary assignment of guarding LeBron James. LeBron ended up with a fine game. He was 21 points, 7 rebounds, and 9 assists. But he never really took over, and in usual LeBron fashion, he hit one of the big three-pointers at the end of the game that really put this out of reach and didn't let the Hawks have a chance to win, but LeBron wasn't really able to get into any rhythm. He didn't have a ton of easy looks. Um, He was doing a lot to facilitate his teammates, but even there, I thought the Hawks did a good job of kind of limiting where LeBron got going. Other than Cam, the Hawks got great performances from John Collins. John was 10 of 17 from the field, 2 of 5 from three-point land. He had a big three in the fourth quarter that really sparked the Hawks when the Hawks got down by 10. But John had 22 points, 7 rebounds, one of them offensive. And uh, that was 2 of 5 from three-point land. I'm glad he's shooting over four threes tonight, but he needs to be doing more. He's just too good of a shooter, and I think especially early in games, John is just very good at moving the ball along and not wanting to take a shot. But um, a lot of his most open looks are at early in games when he's not getting the respect from either the center or power forward or the other team. And I think he has opportunities to let that three-pointer fly. And he's just too good of a three-point shooter to pass on opportunities like that. But it was a very good John Collins game. He was uh, a team high. The Hawks were plus two when John was on the court. And it was just good to see him doing everything that he does. Again, John doesn't get any respect from the officials. He didn't get any free throw attempts, but John Collins was everywhere. He guarded AD a lot, and he was just everywhere around the court. Clint Capella had an interesting game. In the first half, he had three fouls, so he had to come out, and he didn't get to play as much as he normally would. He only played 30 minutes. He was 8 of 11 from the field for 16 points. He had 13 rebounds, another double-double for Clint. Four of those were offensive, an assist, three blocks, a steal, Um, But those three fouls in the first half really got him in trouble and meant that the Hawks had to lean on Bruno Fernando a little bit more. Um, I thought uh, that hesitancy to play him with three fouls 
um, kind of carried over into the second half, and Clint Capella ended the game with three fouls. I thought the Hawks could have played him a little bit more, and he was extremely effective, especially um, when the Lakers went to their bench. Uh, I thought Clint did a fine job on Montrezl Harrell. Um, obviously, a lot of this game, Capella was matched up with Marc Gasol, um, and the Lakers don't play their primary, you know, their starting center, Gasol, that many minutes. They go to Harrell very early, and Harrell had a strong game of 19 points and three rebounds, but um, Capella did a good job on the glass, and I think Capella could have played a few more minutes in this game. Uh, Kevin Herter played and was fine. He had two threes early in the game and another three in the second half, and it looked like it would be a strong shooting night, but Kevin only got eight shots up. He was three of five on three-pointers. All of his shots were threes. And then he did get to the free-throw line where he made one of two free-throws. Kevin sometimes takes the Hawks' technical technical free-throws. And he doesn't make – the Hawks are a horrible free-throw shooting team off techs. And uh, Kevin missed one of these. And it, the Hawks are actually a very good free-throw shooting team in general. And so to see Kevin – really do a good job to get to the free throw line and then miss one of those was a little bit just like I wanted to pull my hair out. But um, it was a nice little game from Kevin. He had four rebounds, three assists. Um, He did lose track of KCP at the end of a quarter right before half that pushed the Laker lead from one to four. Um, But I thought it was a very solid game from Kevin Herter. Finally, in the starting lineup, we got to Trey. Trey was seven of 15 from the field. Only one of four from three. He had 25 points, 10 of 11 at the free throw line. Um, only three Hawks got to the free throw line, Trey, Kevin, and Bruno Fernando. Um, and in fact, at the free throw line, the Lakers took more free throws than the Hawks did. The, the Hawks were 14 of 17 from the line, whereas the Lakers were 20 of 24. And um, LeBron James just garners a lot of respect. Obviously, he is one of the all-time greats, and certainly he's having a uh, MVP-like year this year again. But uh, especially with not as many fans in the stands, there was a lot of being able to hear the players on the court. And after every foul, whether it was against the Lakers or for the Lakers, um, you could actually hear what LeBron was saying, um, whether he was telling one of the Hawks that it's not a foul and they need to be quiet, or he thought that there should be a foul or that it needed to be a replay. Um, There's a lot of deference that goes to LeBron James, and he's certainly... Um, been in the league long enough and has a you know is a basketball genius but it does feel like sometimes the Lakers get a lot of calls just because they have LeBron James and now um, Anthony Davis as well on the court but um, yeah the Lakers were 20 of 24 where the Hawks were 14 of 17 but Trey those 25 points he had 16 assists the Hawks were fantastic on the assist front 27 assists just a really good passing the ball and finding um, open teammates, Trey in particular, uh, both Dennis Schroeder, the former Hawk, and uh, Alex Caruso took turns guarding Trey, and both had a ton of trouble um, as evidence. Both of those players had five fouls in this game and probably should have fouled out, uh, but Trey was able to get anywhere on the court, and usually whenever he got somewhere, he was able to find an open Hawk who knocked down a shot. Clint Capella and John Collins were the beneficiaries of those passes. John Collins, in particular, had an awesome alley-oop over Anthony Davis. That was just a monstrous dunk. And um, Clint Capella had no problem at all, usually going over uh, Montrez Harrell or whoever the center for the Lakers were. There were a couple times, I thought Vince Carter, who was part of the um, broadcast crew tonight, did a good job of showing times when uh, Marc Gasol 
had to help on Trey, and that left Capella open, and Marcus All is just really frustrated because he wasn't getting any help on the defensive end. But Trey was just a master at um, getting into the paint and really finding his teammates for open shots. Uh, that Those 16 assists were just great and really kept the Hawks in it, especially in the fourth quarter when, um, to start the fourth, the Hawks got down. The Lakers came out on an 11-0 run. I thought this was kind of one area where Coach Pierce didn't do a great job with the rotation, um, but Trey Young was sitting as well as Clint Capella and John Collins. All three were sitting, and um, Trey had played the entire third quarter, so I can understand wanting to get him a rest and um, you know, getting Clint Capella and John Collins a rest as well. But that run really allowed the Lakers to sort of take a stranglehold. Now um, the Hawks responded and were able to cut the lead all the way down to two at a couple points in the game. But that was you know with under two minutes to go, and it, it just felt um, – that giving the Lakers that sort of a big lead uh, at the beginning of the fourth quarter was a missed opportunity. But Trey played awesome. I thought him his assists were were just on point. He was finding everybody on the court. He had a great behind-the-back pass to Kevin Herter for a three in the second half where he made the behind-the-back pass to Kevin Herter, who was wide open, and Trey didn't even watch the shot go in. He just turned around and said, you know, three points. It was beautiful. So, Monster game from Trey Young, just kind of what we've expected after these last few games after sort of a slow start for the Atlanta point guard. Off the Hawks bench, Gallinari played 19 minutes. He was 2 of 10 from the field. Two of them were three-pointers. He had a rebound and two assists. He had a tough matchup. He doesn't really match up well with Anthony Davis or Montrezl Harrell um, at the five, and it was a little bit of a tough matchup for Gallo. Solomon Hill came in and hit two three-pointers. I thought Rajon Rondo played a really strong game. I don't know if he was motivated to go against his old team, the Lakers. Um, he's also just an extremely smart basketball player, been in the league for a while, and so he knew a couple of the Lakers' plays and was able to take advantage of that to the tune of three steals. He also had two assists, two rebounds. Um, he had five points, including a three-pointer at the end of a quarter again, um, but Rajon Rondo has continued to play strong and is getting that first. Uh, he's the first guard off the bench for the Hawks. Um, we haven't seen a lot of Brandon Goodwin. Finally, with no Onyeka Okongwu, Bruno Fernando was the big off the bench for the Hawks. Um, he got to the free throw line. He was one of the three Hawks to get to the free throw line where he got made three for three points. He had four rebounds. He had a massive missed dunk. Um, and he had three fouls, including a foul on LeBron James shooting a three-pointer. And it was a rough outing for Bruno. I thought he did a pretty good job when he got switched out onto whether it was Anthony Davis or LeBron James. But Bruno just doesn't have the same feel as Clint Capella or John Collins. And uh, it's tough, especially with the Hawks rolling as strong as they did. That third quarter was just awesome for the Hawks. They outscored the Lakers 30-25. to Um, And they found another play that couldn't be defended where um, they had a pick and roll with Trey and whichever big. And they just really attacked the Lakers with it. And then it was uh, kind of frustrating to see the Hawks get away from that play going into the fourth quarter and give up that big 11-0 run. Um, Really, the run started before the fourth quarter, right before the Hawks built a six-point lead. And the Lakers uh, got LeBron James back in the game. And immediately, LeBron James almost erased that six-point lead. He 
it immediately was cut into for five points. So the Hawks were only up, only up one going into the fourth quarter. And then that run continued into the fourth quarter before the Hawks were able to turn it around. Um, the fourth quarter was wild. Uh, again, the Lakers went on their big run and the Hawks got so frustrated. Actually, Trey Young got a technical foul and a fan got ejected from the uh, arena. A woman got into an argument with LeBron James. And uh, I think LeBron James, after the game, was calling her sideline Karen. Um, but there was a big argument, and she got ejected from the game. Um, but Trey got a frustration technical, and that's what pushed the lead up to 10. And then immediately after that, the Hawks were able to cut into the lead. They were just had some really awesome defensive eff- defensive possessions where they were um, getting the Lakers to say, take some jump shots instead of getting into the paint and then really securing the ball. Again, after the first half where the Hawks were outscored 18-30 to 30 in the paint, the Hawks actually outscored the Lakers in the second half in the paint, 32-24. to 24. Um, So the Hawks were limiting the Lakers to one shot and were able to get the, the lead all the way down to one at one point after uh, Trey hit a big three from the logo. His trademark shot, hit, he just came down, hit a big three. Um, unfortunately, LeBron, um, after having missed a three-pointer, just was able to stretch the lead to four again. He hit a three over Cam. That was a contested three. It was a super tough shot. Mad respect to LeBron, but uh, built the lead back up to four, and then the Hawks were never able to get close after that. But um, really strong performances from the Hawks. I think DeAndre Hunter would have been a big difference maker in this game, but I thought the Hawks played extremely well and never were out of it. I think this was definitely a game that I got the feeling that veteran team came into Atlanta at the end of their road trip um kind of did enough to get it done as far as the game went and um you know they had their closers at the end of the game Anthony Davis and LeBron James really play well um Anthony Davis ended the game with 25 points two rebounds two assists he had four fouls it looked like there was a chance for the Hawks to attack Anthony a little bit more and maybe get him to foul out but they weren't able to do that he had a steal three blocks um, the Lakers had seven blocks in the game and were really doing a good job at that point in the defense. Um, I, one way that Anthony Davis was able to get a lot of his points is uh, during free throws, the Lakers send Anthony Davis down to the other end of the court um, while the Hawks are shooting free throws. And then they get the ball in really fast and where uh, Anthony Davis already has a duck in and gets the ball close to the rim for an easy bucket. Um, and that was... Uh, an area that the Hawks got really hurt in fast break points. The Hawks are a younger team, and I, I would think would be willing, more willing to get out and run. And when the Hawks did get out and run, it was super effective with Trey Young and the like. But they were outscored in fast break points. Um, they Hawks scored six, while the Lakers had 18 points in fast break. Um, so LeBron and AD, big games. KCP, the Unifer- University of Georgia former University of Georgia player, had 11 points on 4 of 13 shooting, 3 of 6 from the three-point land. You can't. He's been shooting the ball so good from the three-point line, you can't lose him, and the Hawks did a couple times. Uh, Dennis Schroeder, the former Hawk, was 6 of 10 from the field, hit his only three-pointer, had 16 points, three rebounds, three assists. Um, Alex Caruso had eight points, and those two had 10 fouls between them. Alex Caruso was 
the Lakers were a team high plus 13 when Caruso was on the floor, and I thought that was really actually representative. He did a lot of good things, either stopping fast breaks. He had a massive dunk and a couple layups in transition. He had a beautiful assist in transition, um, but Caruso does all the dirty work, um, especially on the perimeter for the Lakers that allows them to do allows both LeBron and um, Anthony Davis to do a lot of the things that they do well. And so that plus 13, I actually thought was kind of representative for Caruso's work. Finally, uh, Montres Harrell, like I said, had 19 points and three rebounds. And uh, the Lakers bench outscored the Hawks 32 to 20. And, you know, hopefully the Hawks are able to get DeAndre Hunter back and Bogdan Bogdanovich, and that'll help out the bench scoring. But it was a definite golden opportunity for the Hawks. They were in this game from tip-off all the way to the end. And, you know, to beat a champion like the Lakers, you're going to have to play a lot better than the Hawks did, especially with ball security. The Hawks turned the ball over 17 times um, compared to only 11 from the Lakers, and I thought those turnovers really hurt the Hawks. Trey Young contributed with seven of those turnovers, and when he has 16 assists, you can't really complain too much about his turnovers. Um, and I thought some of the turnovers weren't his fault. He got the charge call where he ran into LeBron and LeBron went down like he got hit by Zion Williamson, um, which I don't know if Trey is that strong. But, uh, you know, Trey played a strong game. And if the Hawks are able to withstand some of the body blows from the Lakers and not give up big runs like the 11-0 run to start the fourth quarter, they can come out with the win. Of course, it doesn't get any easier for the Hawks this week. They now have a back-to-back with the Mavericks on Wednesday and the Jazz on Thursday. And then finally, in the week with a game against the Toronto Raptors. So they'll have to bounce back. The Hawks are now at 10-10 and 10 at 500. And um, I think they're playing a little bit better than 500. So hopefully they're able to do that and take care of business for these games coming up this week. Go Hawks! Thank you for catching this episode of the KettleCast. You can reach me at kettlecast at gmail.com. And if you leave a rating or review on whatever platform you use to get your podcast, that's a huge help to me in the KettleCast. Thanks so much and go Hawks!